Now I should like to go to um, to the the name. The name has to be. It's very necessary in reading the Bible to understand what the name is all about. Now, in in Exodus chapter three, verse fifteen, Moses, who has been told by God he's to lead the people of God out of Egypt into the Promised Land, he sees God he in a burning bush or in the desert and uh, he hears God speaking and so he talks to God and he says uh, what is your name what am I to tell the people of God and God says I am he who is you won't find this in your Hebrew Bibles but this is what the Greek says quite literally I am he who is tell the people I he who is is sending you he who is is sending you now we skip across to Revelation chapter 1 verse 4 and 8 verses 4 and 8 and um, St. John is on the island of Patmos in prison and he on the Lord's day he sees the Lord in a glorious vision and he says to him I am he who is he who was and he who is coming he says it twice so this is the same God who appeared to Moses the same God who appeared to Moses is the one who appeared to John on Patmos and he says the same words exactly I am he who is and so that is how we are we are, we are absolutely certain what, what the meaning of the name the name is that God is the one who has the name which is above every name now why did the Jews not write the name they never wrote the name they always put Y-H-W-H that is the, the whole of Hebrew was shorthand it had no vowels in this place there were only the Y-H-W-H now they believed that it was not only too holy a name to pronounce but they also believed that his name the name of God was above every name that a name always limits if you say God is love well God is also more than love he is also power you say God is mercy well he's more than mercy he's also justice and so on any 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 and all the names limit therefore he's above every name therefore they couldn't name him therefore they always wrote some word underneath it and in our Bibles we usually take follow the Greek Septuagint which which was written translated by 70 um, Jewish Greek speaking Jews about 250 BC before Christ and, um, and in that Bible the word Lord is used for this name all the way through the Bible and um, of course you miss in some ways something of the name but in other ways you are reminded that it's the unpronounceable name now in the book of wisdom chapter 14 verse 20 it, it calls the name the incommunicable name in that chapter it means that the name cannot be communicated to other things you cannot call <coughs> images or idols made of wood and rock and metal you cannot give the name of God to them it's incommunicable in that sense but it's also incommunicable in another sense the gospel is all about the name and in John chapter 17 Jesus says I have revealed your name I have made known your name 
to the name you gave me out of the world. Now what did he mean by re re revealed or made known the name? The name is the nature or character. He's made known what God is like, the nature of God. <coughs> and so, the whatever you find the name, it's really telling you the character, reminding you that he is the eternal, the one, he who is, the eternal, the one without beginning, without ending. And um, so by living a human life, Jesus has shown us, he is the image of the invisible God, and by living a human life we have seen what God is like. And uh, he said, I have revealed your name, I have made known your name to the men you gave me, by living among them, talking, and walking and living with them and they have seen what you are like because anyone who has seen the Son has seen the Father and um, but this incommunicable name it, it's incommunicable because we are unable to tell the full gospel to say how wonderful how beautiful God is to tell how, how great God's love is it's absolutely impossible even if we have the tongues of angels it's impossible and yet the paradox is that it's the one thing we have to communicate. So although it's incommunicable, we have to, that's what our life should be. Our life is to be spent in communicating and sharing the, the life of, the love of God, and the knowledge of God, the gospel of God. The, the power of the name is what we need to understand because um, if you see Peter and John going into the beautiful temple you'll remember how he, he said they spoke to a, 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 a cripple who was lying at the gate of the beautiful gate of the temple they said to him in the name of Jesus Christ get up and walk it was just in his name that they worked this miracle so it's very important to realize that we have this weapon the weapon of the name the name of God has power. Now I'd like to tell you a story of a thing that's happened not at the beautiful gate of the temple but it happened in our days while we are all alive. When I was in Sydney a man called Alan was driving to, to, was driving to uh, with his wife called Dorothy and his daughter taking the daughter to school and as they were driving along they saw a man holding the throat of a woman who had a baby in her arms and she he was throttling her and choking her holding her against the wall and um, Dorothy said to Alan use the name of Jesus and he stopped the car and got out he went a little way towards where they where they, he was this man was um, holding the woman as if he was going to kill her and throttle her and he shouted at the top of his voice in the name of Jesus Christ stop and the man fell on the ground and somebody had telephoned to the police and the police in a very short time appeared because I haven't told you the whole length of the story and um, somebody had telephoned to the police before Alan had got out of his car and uh, this man was still on the ground when the police arrived and the first thing the police said was this is a man we've been looking for you've done a great job and so on and he was taken to jail but that's not the end of the story 